coming to mindfulness on Monday, I thought I would treat myself to some outdoor time because, you know, I think it is so important that we do practice what we preach and we realize the benefits and then we are more helpful to other people ultimately, aren't we? So, yeah. I think ultimately that's the not only helpful, but we can be put to use in better ways. Yeah, yeah, we've got more in reserve, more capacity. Yeah, or, yeah. and uh, maybe we're just very slightly less stressed. Which is the topic for today? You know, how to manage stress is uh, is is big business at the moment, isn't it, for lots of yeah. uh, people. The lockdown, the the virus, the not knowing what's happening, you know, with the R number and uh, all of these variants that are flying about, sort of yeah. just set your nerves kind of jangling very slightly. Yeah, there's like a constant underlying worry, isn't there? Although, I mean, I, I also think we've kind of got you know, I speak for myself maybe that, you know, you kind of gotten used to it in a way. But it's almost like readjusting to a new way of, you know, just things. Yeah, I, th I think, you know, yeah, at home, my husband's working from home and that's something new to adjust to. And um, it was half term just now. So that adds other layers to things as well. And uh, yeah, should I go into work? Shouldn't I go into work? Should I stay at home? Shouldn't I? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's it. I was with some relatives yesterday and we were discussing this very thing that their office that they used to inhabit is no longer the, mm. in existence and mm. it is now the norm. They both work for the same firm and they've got two small children and and these particular children, the school's got two weeks this half term. So, you know, she was saying that uh, Thursday she's got mom-in-law and Friday it was going to be all, you know, hitting the fan with kids and yeah. telephones. And so, that, you know, this is a real thing for people uh, that, that yeah. really wasn't a thing before. Yeah, I think also generally stress is just there's no respite, is there, unless you actually take that respite. And it's uh, it's the constantness of it, whereas... You know, if you're being chased by a chased by a lion in the savannah, or you know, if you're that person who lifts the the car off your child, the adrenaline rush and the the stress that 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 you know that that contributes to, you know, everyone would say you need to rest. Let's feed you. You need to recover from this. It's been a big ordeal. But these days we have. Well, we're not lifting cars of kids, but for many people, their stress is on par with just you know, real physical danger. Mm. But but it's not. But there's no respite from it, mm. and it's just it's just constant. And before you know it, you're you're burnt out, or um, you know can't cope anymore with with just the tiniest little things. And so much easier to get triggered and fly off the handle when your when your reserves are a little bit low yeah and i think this low level chronic uh stress that uh, lots of people live with without even realizing is is uh is something that um you know is a very real phenomenon that yeah. uh, you know just the fact that we have artificial light all through the day into the mm -hmm. night we're not getting our usual um, biological 
messages to go yeah. into that sleep. The fact that we're exposed to all the blue light and the EMFs from your electronical, electronical, I, I, I like mm. that device, this, <laughs> uh, you know, leads to this low level, yeah. underlying, chronic, ongoing situation that people become kind of accustomed to as their norm, which actually can be exceedingly counterproductive for overall yeah. health. Yeah, and I think also paired with that is this is is our mindset and the way we speak to ourselves. And you know, if you're constantly feeling lack of self-worth, um, you know, low levels of self-esteem, constantly being hypercritical towards yourself, judgmental, um, impatient towards yourself, it's this it's this added influx of of stress essentially and uh something that you now have to deal with is your your the way you're speaking to yourself as well you know and and the external so it's this yeah, i think this double whammy of internal and external um bombardment almost which which can really drag you down yes yeah yeah i absolutely concur with that uh, and it's certainly easy as a middle-aged menopausal woman to feel under pressure, you know, to when things are going against you and your memory lets you down and you know, you're suddenly faced with somebody you can't remember the jolly old name of. Yeah. Uh, you know, things, things can really undermine your confidence to the yeah. point, you, you know, that negative self-talk is very present, uh, you know. So I guess... Um, you know, the hope is that we can help people, guide them, steer them towards a path of uh, self-awareness in the first instance, which, yeah. you know, is, is, the, is the biggest step we can take towards tackling or uh, managing situations, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And, and I think that awareness is the, is the most important thing. You can't... Yeah, I think it's it's hard to go to step three if you're not even aware of step one, right? Of um, actually, yeah, what is what are the things that's um, you're being present to your life, being present to what's what's going on. What are the things that's pushing your buttons? And yeah, I think being able to to take a pause, like throughout the day as well. So you know, having your um, when we start teaching it's you know set a timer for three times a day or attach it to activities that you're already doing so mm. you know maybe you know like we've said before brushing your teeth or just before lunch to to very consciously stop and take a little bit of a breathing space um and i think as we get used to doing that then when you're in a very stressful situation or work is stressful or life is just kind of overwhelming then that becomes more automatic than not mm. is to, to take a pause and you know that may be a doing a, a two-minute meditation or I don't know read a book for two minutes or just stepping just stepping out from from the day-to-day -day norm isn't it yeah I mean I think the challenge is for for to allow that space really for nothing mm. 
uh, that, that you know we, we feel guilty for allowing ourselves space or time um, and yet we would quite easily give away our time to mindless mm. scrolling through Facebook such yeah. you know, like so um, to, to be yeah, aware I, I think you know sorry I don't mean to interrupt you but where time is considered that doesn't have to take more than two minutes you know it doesn't have to take more than two minutes to just to just stop whatever you're doing and connecting with your body, just feeling your feet on the ground, just noticing your breath and just really observing, you know, what's throwing you off kilter here or, you know, noticing, noticing the thoughts or sensations or, you know, feelings that are present right here. Um, that doesn't have to take a long time. Um, and it's just like a reset button. It's just like, you know, everything's crazy. There's too much going on. Everyone's pushing your buttons. You're being pulled into 25 different directions. It's just, oh, can I just press pause and reset for two minutes and then and then carry on? Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, you don't even have to feel pulled from pillar to post. Uh, you know, if we can make these things habits that we do regardless, you know, ultimately, because I think yeah. the subtleties can be very, um, you know, difficult to discern. And so it's easy if, you know, like you say, we're, we're feeling ragged or, uh, you know, about to fly off the handle. But equally, <clears throat> you know, the, this chronic underlying situation that we're not necessarily mm -hmm. aware of, you kind of need to take a moment to to just begin that process. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to do it regularly is, is always the thing that we've talked about, isn't it? This, mm -hmm. you know, habits, good, healthy habits is, uh, is what we're advocating. Yeah, and I think, you know, what you said earlier as well about the, the bedtime routine, you know, being very mindful about that, um, you know, yeah, leaving phones downstairs and and just the knock-on effect of that, of, you know, making that, yeah, making it a, you know, we're talking about mindfulness, I know everyone doesn't like the word, but it is it is just paying attention and, and bringing awareness to why it's important to have a have a healthy bedtime routine and what that means tomorrow and the day after um, going to bed half an hour earlier or, you know, what are the kind of things to help you set you up for sleep? Mm. And, and sleep night sleep, if, if that is possible. I know it's not always. For everyone, uh, I know you've struggled with insomnia, but you know you've made that um, you've made that a conscious uh, choice is to actually do something about it because you struggled with your insomnia, so you took action and um, did something about it. Well, mm. that, yeah, that's it, and uh, and to know that the the bulk of the problem lies within our control, the bulk of you know. Yeah. Our ability to manage our biochemistry lies within our control with yeah. lifestyle measures that we can take. And um, and so noticing your habits, whatever they mm -hmm. might be, uh, and 
technology is a particular hobby horse of mine. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, especially close to bedtime. Uh, you know, uh, let's get an analog activity going on. Grab a book. Yeah, it's so easy to. Oh, I just want to look at those light fixtures. You know, before bed, you, and then that sends you down a, a rabbit hole. Um, something else I think is is really important with all of this is you know exactly what you're saying now with you know social media and those kind of things is to. I mean, that's that's one small aspect, but I think it affects so many of us. But to do it mindfully mm. and to say, okay, I'm going to do it for 10 minutes and I'm looking for something quite specific. Um, or, you know, if, if, you, if it's part of your business, just do what you have to do and get off again. Um, but also looking at these, these things that we do on a daily basis that can be really draining and that we may really resent doing. But we have to, you know, maybe like, I don't know, folding up the laundry or the school run or, you know, washing up is something a lot of people dislike. But if you actually see it as a task of I'm going to I'm going to practice mindfulness while I'm going to do the dishes and be involved with the whole task, it can completely change the whole activity to something being you know, maybe even a bit more nourishing or feeling quite accomplished after doing it. So, you know, the boring stuff that we don't like or, yeah, those those tasks that we just think, oh, I don't feel like doing that or the thought of that just makes me feel like I want to crawl back to bed. I say, well, how can I have a different attitude towards this or just be with the activity? I love the, I've, I've done that all morning is actually setting the timer for 25 minutes. Like, I don't like doing this, but let me set the timer for 25 minutes and see how much I can get done in that 25 minutes and then taking a little breather um, rather, than a, rather than dragging it out or sitting with that, feelings of frustration and anger and annoyance and boredom and all the stuff that comes with it as well. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I mean, I like that because like you say, these are things we're probably going to have to do anyway. Uh, and that this, you know, this, this whole agenda of, oh, you know, if you approach it with that sensation of dread or, um, yeah. you know, procrastination is one of my uh, top <laughs> habits uh, and putting it off doesn't really doesn't make it better no it just puts it off so yeah. Um, so yeah try and view things differently I think this is a lot of what um, you know we can do with mindfulness it's the mundane the things that we do every day turn them into an event or uh you know, put some music on if it's laundry. Do do something to you know to lift the the mood. Uh, I mean, yeah, music's a distraction, but perhaps. But um, I know what you're saying because certainly uh, the, the way I approach the things that I do that I consider to be just things I have to do, like you know, shopping, cooking, cleaning, all those uh, regular. Yeah tasks uh how you approach them really does make a difference to how mm. how they feel while you're actually doing them and, and you know a real sense of accomplishment at the end yeah. perhaps mm. so 
So I, I think this is, it is, you know, I talk about this in the movement that I teach all the time. It's the how, you know, yeah. it's not even always what you're doing. It's, it's very much about the how that we do yeah. these things. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, fully immersing yourself in the task can, you know, we get to the end of a Pilates session and everybody goes, wow, that went fast, you know. Yeah. When you're totally engrossed, totally immersed, getting in the flow, um, and this is this is really good for the brain chemistry and mm. uh, you know your biochemistry as a whole, bringing down the cortisol levels, facilitating uh, sleep, uh, good quality sleep, mm. and, and it is you know trying to somehow we've got to think about where do we interrupt yeah cycle yeah you know for for so many people. They're, they're on the treadmill or the wheel, you know, I think of the hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so at some point, you know, something maybe occurs health-wise that makes us have to reflect and, and change whatever mm. that we're doing. And, and so it's at where, where do we interrupt this? Yeah. yeah, and I think that's where mindfulness plays a big role, is that you, with mindfulness, you can interrupt that because you're so much more aware of you know in this especially when stress takes over it's like all the things that we know are good for us kind of get shifted to the bottom of the list of things that we know we need to do you know it's much easier to grab a takeaway and i don't know just all the stuff that we do when when you know when we we stop looking after ourselves essentially when we get more stressed but i think where yeah where mindfulness plays such an important role is to you know, when you notice that that is happening, you can start interfering and, you know, take that pause, reflect, hang on, what is going on here right now? I'm not I'm not acting like the person I want to be. I'm not doing my Pilates classes anymore. I've stopped, you know, making my homemade soups, you know, all of these things like, whoa, something, something needs to be readjusted. And, yeah, it's having that awareness then to to interrupt and interfere in your own life and go, this is not working. And uh, what, what can I do to stop you spiraling down and reaching that point of exhaustion or <laughs> falling off the hamster wheel <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and knocking your head and tripping the electricity. I don't know. Everything falls to pieces, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, well, that's right, exactly. And so we know the stress, the consequences of stress are far-reaching, uh, mm. you know, into our into our health. And uh, you know, and that is just my my mo. You know, let's be healthier, fitter, live better for longer. Mm. Uh, and stress really does play a huge part. Um, yeah, and I mean, we haven't even really spoken about the menopause much, but it is such a big contributing factor to the way women transition because of just the the physiological and the psychological effects of high amounts of stress over a long period of time, especially in your 40s, um, that by the time the menopause comes, the adrenals are just too tired to do anything that they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> And this, I, I sort of, uh, I was looking at this as I always do, and uh, uh, looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You know the triangle, yeah. And um, 
and the the in instability that the hormonal fluctuations create essentially speaks to the base of this pyramid so that when your uh, physiology is fluctuating i mean that it just doesn't get more fundamental than that really yeah. you know and uh, and similarly with um, you know the, the the things that are at the bottom of that hierarchy of needs you know your finances uh, your the roof over your head those fundamental things are the you know the biggest cause of stress and uh, anxiety and worry but it really kind of i thought yeah this is this instability the hormonal fluctuations you know which have ramifications on lots of body systems lots of uh, physiology but yeah. essentially it just speaks to that um you know this basic requirement for stability and yeah. so it's hardly any wonder that we yeah rest and we're we're just fried with all of that uh this you know kind of roller coaster I guess, you know so many things have changed and now you know as as humans and we've evolved but mm. our physiology is exactly the same <laughs> yeah i mean that's right the uh, i was listening to a podcast at the weekend as uh, oh no it was an audio book actually to be 100 accurate and they were talking about genetics and uh, and epigenetics so you know the genetic uh, it takes so long for the genes to change but there, there can be um changes that occur within a generation and uh, i mean we're in such a rapid state of change aren't we at the moment with with our society it's never been changing so rapidly yeah. Um, so this all this all stands to just uh, up skittles as I as skittle I like that. <laughs> so what are what are your takeaways, um, Philippa? Well, you know, I I come back to for me I manage uh, my physiology with movements and with uh, breath work and with outdoors and fresh air. Hmm. Uh, and I could, you know, put them all together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazing. Um, you know, and to, and the fact that you can incorporate the mindfulness into this as well. So the movement uh, this morning that I did was I was lifting weights because uh, muscles so important for for women, at, at, well, for everyone, but particularly uh, when we're losing yeah. mass. Um, and the fact that. Um, you know, muscle helps us to manage our um, metabolic drive, which is the other thing that I'm always uh, keen to, to do, <laughs> manage my metabolic drive. Um, and then cycling outside in the outdoors, I did this morning. Um, mm. And, you know, I'm fortunate I have so many opportunities in my work, teaching yoga later on tonight. Uh, and uh, the mindfulness aspect of, breath work oh you know just so it's like you said two minutes of taking uh, a few more conscious uh, measured mm. uh, fuller breaths mm. can be so 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 effective yeah, yeah yeah absolutely yeah amazing and yeah and I, think, I think just just the last thing to add i mean you know i think something that 
you know, I, I'm hearing a lot more of, and I guess it depends on, you know, what you're listening to, but is this thing of, and this takes time and this takes practice, but, and I'm, I'm noticing, I'm noticing it today a lot with myself as well, but that reminder to be kind and compassionate and gentle to yourself because, and that's, that's hard because it's sometimes easier being kind and gentle and compassionate to others, but we get left behind and that's, that's quite hard. But, you know, once, once you step into that, you're like, okay, it's, it's okay. You know, it's okay. And I think just that, you know, having that ability to, to give yourself a little bit of parenting and gentle coaching and caring is, um, is very important and powerful. And especially when you feel like no one else is looking after me. <laughs> yeah, you know, and this is, this is so true for women, especially who, who might have been caring and, and got into that caring role, whether it's parents, uh, children, you know, uh, whatever, spouses. Um, it's in our DNA to, to behave in that way. And, and we are bottom of the, of the pile and yeah. this you know so when you ask me all the things i do are very dynamic things but actually the one thing that i am really not very good at is that you know that piece that you were just speaking to and so you know we we we're it's good to work to your strengths but by the same token be aware of of any uh, potential areas of weakness and uh, mm. balance you know we we want to take a balanced approach and um and to definitely nurture yourself is uh, is something that we we find difficult. I certainly find difficult anyway. I think. Yeah, no, absolutely. But that's that's yeah, that's that's such a big part of the practice. I think. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think that's a fabulous place to finish. Mm. We'll leave everybody with that message to go away and really take care of themselves, and uh, you know, and then we'll actually be. Uh, able more able to take care of all the other things that we need to take care of so yeah i think that's important yeah so take care yeah. have a fabulous Thank rest you. Of the day and Thank you. see you again soon bye for now lovely to speak to you philippa bye-bye thank you and you soon then bye now okay.